Welcome to Screen Facts with Jason Davis. Listen to the podcast every Wednesday for a discussion and trivia about a different film. Here's your host, Jason Davis. Thanks, Kim. If you need a female voice for a voiceover, check out Kim's website, kimsvoice.com. That's K-Y-M-S voice.com. And joining me today for a special Halloween week episode of Screen Facts, my lovely wife, Sue. Thanks, honey. This is going to be fun because we're going to talk about a movie today that I was thinking about was actually a movie that you and I saw on a date pretty early on in our relationship. So the movie that we're going to talk about for Halloween week is Zombieland. Oh, yeah. This might be the greatest zombie movie ever. (laughs) (laughs) I think so. Yeah. And I am a huge zombie movie lover. You know, it's the perfect combination of a zombie flick Mm -hmm. and funny. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, It's not really a scary movie, which, you know, I mean, we're talking about it during Halloween week. And traditionally, we probably should be talking about a scary movie for Halloween week. But it has its startle moments, though. I guess sort of. But I mean, we've seen it so many times now that it doesn't startle us anymore. Right, exactly. I mean, the first time we were jumping when some of those zombies appeared. A little bit. Yeah. 406. Right. Right. Was, was, you know, you weren't expecting that. When he's in the toilet and all of a sudden the clown is coming under the wall. Yeah. I mean, I remember jumping at that. All right, maybe when they show Ned Schneebly on the toilet. <laughs> you mean Mike White? Mike White, the actor Mike White. Right, right. When he's uh, when he's taking a dump, and he's like, "Can a guy take a dumper?" And then the guy, and then the zombie comes Just, underneath the yeah, stall. Yeah, pops under. Yeah, yep. that's a little, you know. And, and then and then later, a callback to that is when um, Columbus is on the toilet and a clown. That's the one that made me really jump. Oh, really? Because everybody hates clowns. Well, right? yeah. And then when a zombie <laughs> one pops up under the toilet stall wall. Actually, it wasn't a zombie clown. It wasn't? It was no, a regular? It was a regular clown. Boy, that was an ugly clown. Yeah. Later in the movie... It's the, yeah. It's the zombie clown. One. Right, Yeah, right, look right. at this fucking clown. Right. <laughs> and 406, when 406 turns, right. I remember jumping yeah. really yeah, big on that. Because you're not necessarily expecting right. that. Right. I mean, by now, we're just so used to it because we've seen it a zillion times. Yeah, but, but this, this movie is just packed with all kinds of great quotable stuff. Oh, yeah. Which we'll get to in a second. Let's talk about the credits. So directed by yeah. Ruben Fleischer... Written by Rhett Reese and Paul Wernick. The stars Jesse Eisenberg, Emma Stone, Woody Harrelson, Amber Heard, Abigail Breslin. Amber Heard was 406. 406. Okay. Mm-hmm. Actually, she shouldn't get billing above Abigail Breslin, right? Well, she did on IMDb. Well, that's crazy. She's in it for like <laughs> five minutes. Uh, yeah. So filmed uh, between February 2009 and April 2009, Woody Harrelson was arrested for marijuana possession during filming. That's interesting. That's right. It was 42 days worth of shooting. It would have been 41. So released September 25th, 2009. It had an estimated budget of $23.6 million. Mm-hmm. Worldwide, it grossed over $102 million. Not bad for a zombie flick. Not bad. So you got to love a movie that starts off with Metallica's For Whom the Bell Tolls. At the same time, there's zombie strippers running with <laughs> boob tassels and money in their G-strings. That's right. Actually, just one, but it's, yeah, it's yeah. great. Mm-hmm. That whole opening sequence actually is awesome. Yeah, it sets it up for you. Yeah, it's just great. All kinds of cool uh, gags and that. Yep. And a I woman love... running with her Starbucks and it's spilling all over right. the place because <laughs> she's being chased by a Starbucks zombie. Yeah, and there's like a scene where a guy's firing a, a machine gun. <gasps> the guy in the white dinner jacket. Yeah. That's Rhett Reese, the, the writer. Oh, okay. Yeah. Very cool. Very mm-hmm. cool. I didn't realize that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, when he's uh, when he's shooting the in slow motion, you see the shells flying <laughs> yeah. out. It's really cool. Oh, it's very James Bondish. Very James Bond. Yeah. Very cool. And I just love that whole sequence. How the titles 
get destroyed mm -hmm. by stuff happening on screen. Right. And that's a, an ongoing thing throughout the movie, too, mm -hmm. like when the rules come up. Mm -hmm. Actually, let's talk about that really quick. Okay. I wanted to make sure I had all of the rules mentioned in the movie. So okay. the rules for Zombieland that are mentioned in the movie, and and this is in no particular order, okay. and I'm not going to give the exact numbers because I don't know. Here are the But rules. I'm number one, though. You have number to one, number one. Number one is cardio. Absolutely. You have to have good cardio. You have because to. Unlike in the uh, the other older zombie films, the zombies in Zombieland run pretty fast. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you got to be able to outrun them. Yes. If you can't, you'll end up like the poor fat bastard. <laughs> That's right. Who comes back later in the movie as the uh, the big guy that has a purdy mouth that uh, <laughs> in the supermarket? Yeah, that that is so cool. That Tallahassee hits with the banjo. Yeah, very very cool. One scene human, one scene zombie. Yeah. The second rule: double tap. Oh, of course. Don't be stingy with your bullets because if you're if you're not stingy, maybe you could avoid being a happy meal. That's right. <laughs> yeah, the double tap is the shot to the brain. Yes. Which completely, as any zombie aficionado would know, exactly, you have to get the zombie in the brain to absolutely kill it. If you shoot it in the arm or the leg or the gut, it's just not going to do it. You must kill the brain of a zombie. Come on, people. That's textbook right there. <laughs> Everybody knows that. Uh, rule number three, beware of bathrooms. Yes. Poor Columbus with his irritable bowel syndrome. Yeah. Always needs a bathroom. Yeah. You know, but when he goes to that one and it's got the bloody fingerprint on the handle, he yeah. knows he's in for trouble. Yeah. I love when he says to uh, Tallahassee, he goes, this might be bad timing, but I really got to take the Browns to the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great line. Yep. yep. <laughs> uh, Seatbelts. That's mm -hmm. another important rule. Of Who knew? Yeah. Who knew? Because if you're strapped in and the zombie isn't, you can slam on the brakes, have the zombie fly out of the car. Catapult a zombie. That's a great way to kill one. Absolutely. Travel lights. Mm -hmm. Not necessarily just luggage, but also emotionally. emotionally you don't want to be too attached. light. That's right. Yeah. Sad, but true. Yeah. Don't be a hero. Yes. That was important when they uh, approached the trading post. Remember the billboard that said, we want them, you're wampum? <laughs> <laughs> That's another great scene. We'll talk about that in a second. Mm -hmm. Let's finish the rules He first. does later change it. He crosses out the don't yes. and changes it to be a hero. Of course, because he has to save Wichita He's and Little gotta, Rock. He's got to, absolutely. And that fucking clown. <laughs> <laughs> Limber up. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Although there was a little bit of debate in the movie about that one. Yes, because Tallahassee says, uh, does a, a lion have to limber up before he takes down a gazelle? Exactly. <laughs> good point, good That's point. Right. When in doubt, know your way out. Yes, very important. Mm -hmm. You always want to have an exit plan, yep. exit strategy. You got to get out, you got to get out. Check the back seats. Oh, so important. Yes, and you know what? There's a scene where uh, Columbus doesn't check the back seat, and lo and behold, there's a zombie back there. That's right. So there you go. And enjoy the little things. Aww, that's important in life, whether it be the Twinkie or knocking over a you know glass shelf full of beads. Yes, that. Let's talk about that scene. I know we're skipping ahead a little okay, bit, but okay. um, that is such a fun scene mm -hmm. when they stop at that trading post. It starts off with Columbus spraying a little cologne on himself, and then <laughs> Tallahassee makes fun of him. Right. So then he gives him a little that petunia. Yeah, and yeah. then he gives him a little spritz. Right. <laughs> And he goes, I have kicked wholesale ass for less than that. Yep. Columbus is like, I want to start my three-part apology <laughs> like this. Number one, you're a great human being. Yeah. <laughs> and he says, 
you get 40% power. Right. <laughs> and he punches them and yeah. he knocks over something. And, and then, then it, it just turns into a whole thing mm-hmm, where mm-hmm. they just like destroy everything in the place. Yep. I would love to do that. Oh my gosh. Who and wouldn't? When they're in slow-mo and they're pushing over, you know, the stand of the beads. I mean, it almost breaks my heart because I am a little OCD when it comes to things like that. And, and you're crafty. I'm crafty, so I like my beads in a certain order to see them all just <laughs> spill out, you know. It's heartbreaking. Um, and also when they knock over the glass shelves with everything, and that's in mm-hmm. slow-mo. That's super cool, too. Yeah, and... I was, you know, when we were watching that scene last time, I was saying, man, I wonder how many takes they did of this. And it turns out that they, it took them like 19 hours or so to wow. film that scene, according to the director in the commentary. Mm-hmm. So uh, I guess they must have set up that shot a number of times. Yikes. Yeah. Craziness. Mm-hmm. But uh, pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Very cool. And that's Enjoy the Little Things. Yes. That's and as a... they're leaving, doesn't and like enjoy break off the rest of the yeah, sentence? Exactly. <laughs> it's so great. And that was the first time they mentioned zombie kill of the week too, right? Yeah, yeah, as they're going in. Now, there's um, a reason why they have zombie kill of the week. Mm-hmm. The screenplay was originally written as a spec pilot for CBS. So that's the reason the ending is a little bit cliffhanger-ish, like mm-hmm. they can go off for more adventures and stuff. Right. But the pilot didn't get picked up. Okay. The film is what was intended as the first two hours in a series of 23 episodes. Okay. And that included the zombie kill of the week. So every weekly episode would have a zombie kill of the week performed by characters on that show. Oh, okay. See, I would have been all in if this became a TV show. Oh my God, yeah. But I mean- I would love that. Having said that, I mean, it's a great movie, so, Mm -hmm. and it works. You know, Mm -hmm. you're not, at the end of the movie, it's a cliffhanger ending to some degree, but at the same time, it's fine. I mean, they've told their story, but they obviously could continue. Absolutely. But originally, this was titled Another Day in Zombieland, Mm -hmm. which kind of makes sense, Mm -hmm. but the studio was afraid that people would think it was a sequel, so they just changed it to Zombieland instead. Makes sense to me. Yeah. And it was originally going to be directed by somebody else, a guy who's synonymous with horror, too, John Carpenter. Mm-hmm. It might have been a little bit of a darker film had that been the case, but uh, it just you know didn't work out because he had some other engagements that, that he was booked for already. Yeah. Shaun of the Dead and 28 Days Later were major influences on this movie. Writer Rhett Reese said that while he enjoyed zombie movies as a kid, he never felt a sense of urgency because they were slow moving. Right. Makes sense. Rhett Reese, when he saw 28 Days Later Mm -hmm. with the sprinting zombies, then he was truly terrified and he decided to incorporate that particular trait into Zombieland. Okay. That makes me want to see 28 Days Later. I've never seen that. Me either, actually. I think we should watch it. Yeah, we'll have to check it out. Yeah. Um, Director Ruben Fleischer also told Vanity Fair that seeing the zombie comedy done well with Shaun of the Dead was one of the reasons he decided to take on the project. Okay. Makes sense. Yeah. Because, I mean, Shaun of the Dead, come on. That's so funny it's great even though you know you're obviously (laughs) terrified of the zombies yeah now a lot of zombie things that come out do have fast zombies Mm -hmm. world war z world war z right oh yeah i am legend oh right also Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. the newer zombie movie slash tv makers or whatever Mm -hmm. are realizing yeah it's kind of cool to have them move fast yeah i guess they figure it's more of a threat so it makes more of a conflict which ups the ante yeah so there's a lot of great quotable stuff in this movie. Well, yeah. And, and we're not going to quote everything, obviously. Because we'd be here for an hour and a half. Yeah, exactly. Almost, it, There's probably like a good quote every other scene. You probably. Know? But some of the ones that kind of stick out for me, uh, I'm just thinking about when uh, Columbus and Tallahassee first meet. Mm-hmm. They're having a conversation <laughs> and Tallahassee says something about like a penguin on the North Pole. Uh, <laughs> oh, finds out it's better. Better yeah, on the South, the South Pole. Pole. <laughs> and Columbus says, there's no penguins on the North Pole. And Tallahassee looks at him and he goes, do you want to feel how hard I can punch? (laughs) 
Woody Harrelson is so great. He's awesome in this. <laughs> he wasn't the first choice to play Tallahassee, though, right? No, he was not. Which is amazing to me because he's so good in the role. According to the writers, Rhett Reese and Paul Wernick, Kirk Ward was originally considered for the role of Tallahassee before Woody Harrelson. Ward actually ended up playing Tallahassee in the TV series Pilot. Okay. And there were some other people that were originally supposed to be cast in the mm-hmm. movie, too. Mm-hmm. Jamie Bell was originally cast as Columbus, but he dropped out. Taylor Lautner was considered to replace him, but he couldn't due to other commitments. Yeah, there must have been another Twilight film that he had <laughs> yeah. to do or something. He had to go do some sit-ups or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That I can't imagine Taylor Lautner. Yikes, but wait, it gets better because both Evan Rachel Wood and Megan Fox turned down the role of Wichita. And uh, Amber Tamblyn audition too. That's true. She was on House. You remember her? She was like the real nerdy kind of... Oh, okay. Okay. Um, but could you imagine Taylor Lautner and Megan Fox in Zombieland? No, thank you. I'd be like, zombies, get them. Yeah, Dead. please. Please. Here's the thing. The appeal of Columbus as a character... Mm-hmm. Is that he's so nebbishy. He's, you know, yeah. kind of wimpy. Yeah, he's kind of a nerd. Yeah, he's, he's a not loner. a tough guy. Yeah. But he, he, he survives amazingly because he's, you know, he's like got the rules. Like uh, Wichita says, you got the guts of a guppy. Right. <laughs> but Taylor Lautner's not going to pull that off because he's a big, muscular dude. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I'm glad they cast who they cast. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, they're great, the mm-hmm. people that are in this movie. And originally, Emma Stone was supposed to play 406. Mm-hmm. And I think she just was too good. You know, they wanted her in the movie more. So, mm-hmm. and, and plus, her star started to rise at the right time, too. It's super bad mm-hmm. and, and the house bunny and mm-hmm. stuff. So I think she's terrific in the I movie. I love her in this. Yeah. Absolutely. And it would have been a waste for her to just be 406 for five minutes. You yeah. Know? Yeah. No, she's terrific. One of the greatest things in the movie is the cameo. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, you know, normally I don't like to give away spoilers, Mm -hmm. but I got to say, Bill Murray is so fucking good in this movie. Come on. That was a great surprise when we saw the movie for the first time. Yeah. And I remember as they were driving up to the gate in the BM on the gate, I'm thinking like, Bob Marley? No, that's not possible. (laughs) Who could it be? Who could it be? Yeah. In fact, he even says that. He says, no, it's not Bob Marley. (laughs) Yeah, but Bill Murray is so good. Now, originally, Patrick Swayze was supposed to be the celebrity cameo. Mm-hmm. We know what happened with him. He got sick and mm-hmm. that didn't work out. But there were other people considered too. Joe Pesci, mm-hmm. Mark Hamill, which also would have been funny. But he did a funny cameo in Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back yeah. as Cockknocker. Okay. So it probably uh, wouldn't been have been there, done that. Okay. Exactly. Jean-Claude Van Damme, right. Sylvester Stallone, and The Rock. <laughs> uh, I mean, they all probably would have been funny. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I mean, The Rock, he's in everything else, so. Yeah. But I mean, the thing about Bill Murray is that he's a funny guy. He's done funny movies. He's done, you know, regular movies. But, you know, a lot of the dialogue between them is, you you crack me up. I love you. Right. He gets me in the funny bone. Could you really do that with The Rock? I don't, they they would have had to rewrite all of that. So they're kind of gushing over uh, all the stuff that he's done. Yeah. (laughs) I love how. God damn it, Bill fucking Murray! <laughs> I had to get that out. I don't mean to gush. I mean, this is so surreal. And, uh, he goes, and he's like, I know that it's not your middle name. Yeah, but he goes, here's six people left in the world, and one of them is Bill fucking Murray! <laughs> I know that's not your middle name. I've been watching you since I was like, since I could masturbate. I mean, not that they're connected. Oh, man. Yeah, I mean, that's yep. just... Yeah, and you're right. He, he yep. can't do that with The Rock. Yeah, no. Yeah. I mean, they also considered Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, I don't know that. I could not imagine that at all. Then again, he's had such great success with this Lincoln commercial. So. 
<laughs> what do we always say? His agent lost a bet or something? Somebody lost a bet. Absolutely. Yeah. That is very, very odd uh, career direction. Yeah, Matthew, what are you doing? What are you doing? I win an Oscar, and the next thing I have on my docket, a Whole Ford Lincoln commercial. Bunch of commercials. Yeah. yeah. Very, very, very strange. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, after they were almost giving up on the cameo idea, Wernick finally went to Harrelson. And he asked if there was anyone, you know, in his Rolodex that might be willing to do it. And the actor said, Bill Murray. Which is great. Yeah. <laughs> Bill Murray doesn't have an email address. He's notoriously difficult to reach. Mm-hmm. He actually had to pick up his copy of the script from FedEx Kinko's. <laughs> Can you imagine you're working at FedEx Kinko's and Bill Murray walks in? Oh, so cool. So Bill Murray liked the part, but he asked if there was more for him to do because the first version of his character was a zombie. So he didn't have any lines. He didn't talk. So he came up with the idea of still being alive, but wearing zombie makeup. (laughs) And the writers rewrote the scene. He showed up on set two days later. That's awesome. And I love that. I love what he says. um, (laughs) Oh, uh, how he does the makeup. Yeah. Yeah, They go, go, what's with the getup? Oh, I do it to blend in. You know, zombies don't mess with other zombies. (laughs) Buddy of mine, makeup guy, he showed me how to do this. Cornstarch. Mm -hmm. You know, some berries, a little licorice for the ladies. (laughs) Because, you know, someone's going to want to get up there and bite his licorice. <laughs> <laughs> That's so great. He's out there playing golf. And mm-hmm. and then when Wichita is staring at him, he's like, why are you staring oh, at yeah, me? Yeah, yeah. She goes, you look remarkably like Eddie Van Halen. <laughs> <laughs> so Eddie Van Halen the other day. How is he? Well, he's, he's, he's a zombie. A zombie. <laughs> Interesting that they mention Eddie Van Halen mm-hmm. because a great Van Halen song is used in the movie. Mm-hmm. It's actually the second time that we're talking about this song mm-hmm. in a Screen Facts podcast because it's also used in Better Off Dead, which we talked about you know a while back. You are correct, sir. Everybody Wants Some is a great uh, scene in the movie mm-hmm. when they find the Hummer and there's a big <laughs> duffel bag full of guns. <laughs> Thank God for rednecks! <laughs> That's right. <laughs> he goes, I'll give you a minute. And <laughs> Tallahassee's just shooting the gun yep, in the air. Yep. He's having a, a great time. Yep. It's also the second time we're talking about Bill Murray and his unusual way of coming into a movie. Yes. Because with meatballs. Oh, that's true. The way he, they didn't even know he was doing the movie until he just showed up on the set and that crazy outfit and just started working. And that movie was all about Bill Murray. Yeah. I mean, you know, if Bill Murray's not in meatballs, they don't have a movie. Yeah, exactly. So it was scary for them. I mean, you know, if Bill Murray doesn't show up for Zombieland, sure, it's going to miss something. Yeah, yeah. But he's not the star of the movie. Right. And I love when uh, Little Rock says, you know, who's Bill Murray? I've never hit a kid before. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and which tries to jump in. She's 12. There's a whole callback to that, too, when mm-hmm. they're driving, you know, and she doesn't know who Willie Nelson is either. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> Everything in that mansion is just the greatest, yeah, though. Yeah. Just how they're playing Ghostbusters with the <laughs> vacuum cleaner and stuff. Yep. Yeah, I think awesome. it's super cool that he lets Tallahassee actually wear the costume. Yes. And by the way... That is not actually Bill Murray's house that uh, <laughs> they shot. That's in. true. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, pretty much all of the movie, except for the L.A. scenes, mm-hmm. uh, pretty much all of it was filmed in Georgia. Which is kind of interesting because that's where they filmed The Walking Dead. Interesting. Who knew that Georgia would be such a zombie hotspot? That's right. But yeah, the house that they used for Murray's mansion was a privately owned mansion in Georgia. 3,000 feet shy of an acre. Yikes. Wow. The house, that is. Wow. Yeah. Over 40,000 yeah. square feet. Can you imagine the staff you would need yeah. to keep that place going? Because you know what? I'm not vacuuming that place. Yeah. You need a hell of a dustbuster to exactly. keep that place clean. And the other thing, too, the, the supermarket scene, mm-hmm. that wasn't a real supermarket. It, it's, they did a great job of building that yeah. set. I mean, it's amazing. Built from scratch. All the merchandise or some of the merchandise is fake. The stuff behind the, the glass refrigerator doors, if you take a look, is just printed on paper. So oh, See, look for that. I never noticed that. You're not supposed to. But next time you watch the movie... 
try to get a look at that and see if you notice. But my favorite casting note of the entire movie. Yes. The puppy. Ah, uh, yes. Aww, first time Tallahassee talks about his little buck. Yes. Right? And yeah. you see him with the, the little puppy. Mm-hmm. Well, although other dogs were auditioned uh-huh. to be the puppy, Tallahassee's dog actually belonged to Abigail Breslin. Ah. Mm-hmm. She found Sully during shooting, fell in love, <laughs> and adopted him. Nice. Isn't that sweet? That's awesome. I love that dog, that, those blue eyes. Then later on when they're playing Monopoly and Columbus realizes Buck is actually a boy. Right, his son. You know, and then... Tallahassee's son. You know, take away a man's son and he has nothing to live for. And then yeah. Woody Harrelson is crying. <laughs> <laughs> and he wipes his eyes with the $100 bills. <laughs> they're playing Monopoly with real, real $100 bills. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> and the amusement park scene, Pacific Playland, were filmed at Wild Adventures Theme Park in Valdosta, Georgia. That place totally blows. My, My mind. mind. <laughs> Just fun for the whole family. <laughs> the scene I mentioned before where Columbus and Tallahassee meet, mm-hmm. it's on the highway. There's a plane across the, hi- oh, you know, the highway. So and cool, yeah. Cars, uh, you know, all abandoned Just, and stuff. Yeah, strewn about. It was interesting how they did that. Mm-hmm. Georgia was very generous with shutting down roads. They could actually get entire highways. And that just really highlighted the emptiness and desolation of Zombieland. Mm-hmm. So extras were hired to come in with their own cars, okay. filled up with stuff to make it look like they were packing to leave the city and just park them. Nice. It's actually <laughs> got to be a lot easier than putting out the call for prop cars and then sure. people. And Woody Harrelson actually quipped that the extras should do their own commentary. Nice. <laughs> So there's only one character in this movie whose real name we find out. That is correct, sir. Everybody goes by a town name. Wichita, Emma Stone's character, Mm -hmm. she reveals that her name is Krista after Columbus saves her from the fucking clown. Right. (laughs) And But I think it's before he brushes her hair over her her ear? Yes. Is that possible? Someone's hair is in danger of being brushed over their ear. (laughs) Turns out that that is Emma Stone's mother's name. So that's Very why they chose nice. it. Yep. Little shout out to mom. Good yeah. job, Emma. Good job, Emma. Okay, so another scene I love is Tallahassee and Columbus have just met and <laughs> he agrees to take him on. And he says, even though I suspect you're a little bit of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but they do the the little shot. You know, they do a shot and have a toast. And then um, Eisenberg just tosses the drink <laughs> over his shoulder when Woody Harrelson isn't looking, and apparently uh, Jesse Eisenberg made, just made that up on the spot, and awesome. they kept it in. <laughs> One and done. That's what I always say. One well, I said it once. <laughs> but uh, another great ad lib is when Little Rock and Tallahassee are, are conversing in the Hummer, and they're talking about Hannah Montana. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she's, <laughs> she trying just... to, she's trying to help Tallahassee understand the concept of Hannah Montana. She's only famous when she's wearing the wig. And she's, and she's Hannah Montana. Yeah. <laughs> That was totally ad-libbed yeah, as well, yeah. which is very funny. That was a great way they showed, you know, a passage of time without really doing something obvious. You know, right. But they rotated them all around yep. and, you know, Abigail Breslin even got to drive for a little bit. Another thing that I love too, and this is, is kind of a little ironic, is when they're playing Monopoly, Columbus says that the best thing about Z-Land is no more Facebook updates. You know, <laughs> Rob Curtis is gearing up for Friday. Who cares? <laughs> That should be something that people think about when there's not a zombie apocalypse. Basically, yeah, yeah. People type the most mundane crap mm-hmm. on Facebook and, and other social media. So yeah, yeah, I totally agree with that. A bunch of attention seekers. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing that's ironic is that Jesse Eisenberg ended up playing Mark Zuckerberg, founder of Facebook, in the social network. So that's kind of a funny thing. Mm-hmm. And that was a good movie. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, Very good. I liked that and I liked him in that. Yep, written by Aaron Sorkin, the great writer. Aha! That's why it's so good. There you go. So the Twinkie thing. Yeah. 
You know, the funny thing about this movie, watching it, almost every time we've watched the movie, except for this most recent time, Mm -hmm. after watching it, I've really craved a Twinkie. Wow. Yeah. And I don't even like Twinkies that much. (laughs) But Tallahassee is so hell-bent on having a Twinkie Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that kind of rubs off a little bit. You kind of go, yeah, (laughs) I I forgot how good Twinkies are. And then you eat one, you go, they're not good. That's because they're not. They're really not that good. (laughs) But the funny thing about the whole Twinkie thing is that Woody Harrelson is a vegan. And he wouldn't eat Twinkies because Lord knows they're they're not vegan. They're not vegan. I think they have eggs and beef fat in them somehow. Yeah. So how did they, what did they do? Well, they got around it. The filmmakers made little faux Twinkies and they were made out of cornmeal. Oh, okay. And, you know, raw ingredients because I think uh, Harrelson might also be a a raw foods eater. Oh, okay. But they, you know, put it in the shrink wrap and put the logo on it. And when he bites into it, you really feel like he's biting into a Twinkie. He's very excited. He is. (laughs) And I love the first time they see the hostess truck and you realize his obsession. And they go down and they knock the door open and you're expecting zombies to jump out and it's all the snowballs. (laughs) And then he talks about the coconut. Yeah. No, he doesn't like it. It's not the taste. It's the consistency. (laughs) Thanks for sharing. (laughs) And then Columbus is like, I like snowballs. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, think about it. Where's your next meal coming from? Grab a snowball. Yeah, really. I I like snowballs. They're good. Uh, You know, in the zombie apocalypse. I might like them too. Yeah, why not? So the other cool thing was how they did some of the special effects. Mm -hmm. There's a a lot of scenes where uh, zombies are getting uh, blunt force trauma to the head. Yeah, like 406 when, you know, he clunks her once with the The, tank lid. Yeah. And then later on, he actually, when she's charging at him and he pulls back and takes a swing and, you know. a home run swing. A home run swing. (laughs) And that's, I think that's a double tap to technically. It is. It is. Yeah. Well, it was actually just half a tank lid. So what they did was they would use half the prop and then add the other half in with digital effects. Yeah, so they could get closer to the zombies mm-hmm. with the with the prop. Yeah. And make it look you know, more a bat realistic. Or banjo or whatever it yeah. was. It's pretty cool. <laughs> Who knew a banjo could kill a zombie? How can you not mention your like favorite sound effect of the entire movie? Oh yes. <laughs> I knew there was something I could Come forgot. on. Thank you. When Columbus finally decides to nut up or shut up. Ugh. And save mm-hmm. Wichita, and he has to get past, you know, his biggest fear, the clown, that mm-hmm. fucking clown. And it's a zombie clown at this point. It's disgusting so, and dripping blood. Yeah, and, the, and he's like, you know, got flesh coming out of his mouth or whatever. <laughs> and the only way that he can kill him is he grabs the hammer from, like, the ring the bell thing. Yeah, yeah. At the carnival. And he hits him in the gut first. Yeah, knocks him over. No, knocks him over. And, w- and then when he falls on the ground, he <laughs> takes the hammer and he smashes his head. But when he smashes him in the head, the nose makes like a <laughs> noise, like a, like a clown nose. Genius. Uh, I mean, that's what's so great about this movie. Yeah. It I mean, just, you know, brings you in. I mean, I don't know why I like zombie stuff so much. I really don't. But there's something about seeing people surviving by killing however they can. Yeah. That's what's so great about this movie is it takes the kill, but it adds the comedy. That's the thing. This and Shaun of the Dead, they turn the whole zombie thing on, on its end, you know? Mm-hmm. It's, it's a totally different take, and it's great. Mm-hmm. You and I have seen it a number of times now. You know, we watch it every once in a while just because we, we feel love it like so watching much. it. And the great thing about the movie, too, is that it's just under an hour and a half. Goes down easy. Yeah. I mean, sometimes you need something like that. <laughs> something that, that is nice and compact. Mm-hmm. There's like no fat in it. It's it's all killer, you know. <laughs> well, you know, no pun intended, but it's, it's really like from start to finish, it's great. Yeah. There's really... I can't see any scene where, like, maybe in the commentary they would have said, well, we could have cut that. And you're thinking, oh, yeah, they could have cut that. Yeah, no. You know? No. I think that they there are deleted scenes, obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
and they did a good job. Yeah. They, they they really kept the pace great, and mm-hmm. uh, it's fun. A lot it's just of fun. perfect. Check it out, Zombieland. If you haven't seen it in a while, watch it again because it is definitely a lot of fun. And if you have any thoughts or screen facts of your own about Zombieland, or if you want to comment about the podcast, send us an email. Screenfacts at yahoo.com. You can also tweet me at Jason Davis Voice. Find me on Facebook, facebook.com slash Jason Davis Voiceover. Also, please rate, comment, and subscribe on iTunes. Well, thank you very much for joining me for another fun-filled podcast. Thanks for having me back. I love doing these with you. It's Mm -hmm. so much fun. It's great. By the way, if you enjoyed this or other episodes of the podcast, tell your friends and family. Let people know. Spread the word. And thanks again to our announcer, Kim, from kimsvoice.com. Again, it's kymsvoice.com. If you need a female voice for your voiceover project, check her out. And thank you for listening. We'll talk to you again soon. Screen Facts with Jason Davis is a production of Jason Davis VoiceOver. Please visit jasondavisvoice.com if you need a voice for a commercial, narration, promo, internet video, e-learning or training program, and more. Click on the podcast page to purchase a t-shirt and support the show. Or get information about where you can download and listen to past episodes. Listen again next Wednesday for a new episode of Screen Facts with Jason Davis. Jason Davis.